0: The Heal is Real podcast with Abby Eastwood and Debbie Mack. Hello, I'm Abby Eastwood and this is The Heal is Real podcast. Now, unfortunately, I was away for this episode. So here is Debs having a chat with Helen and Bryony hello ladies welcome to the heel Israel podcast really looking forward to hearing both of your stories but Helen should we start with you let's go back to the beginning of your journey
1: yeah well I like I say I've always I always had a good chest so growing up never a problem in the 90s we all wore those big push-up bras <laughs> didn't we? in
0: the 90s I'm wearing them now what they called? <laughs>
1: a corner where they used to like get your boobs
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: so So i never (laughs) i never had a problem with the cleavage um but going into in 2013 i was running i got addicted to running i was running 10 k's twice a week and my boobs just disappeared you know if you look at people who run marathons they are very, very flat-chested, yeah. and I went flat-chested, and I was thinking, well, I'm not happy about this. I just wanted an enhancement, yeah. you know. Everyone in the world was getting boob jobs. I never thought for one minute it would be harmful. So I got them in 2013. They were sold to me as um, natural. Of course. They last a lifetime. They don't permanate um, There's low risk of ruptures and um, contractions because they are textured. Mm. You know, I had the hard sell and it all sounded fantastic.
0: So during your consultation, was anything said about breast implant illness or anything negative at all really about breast implants?
1: No, only they just said there's obviously a risk of contracture and um, rupture. But if you buy these, no, these are the ones to buy because these ones don't permanate. These ones don't um, rupture because they're like the gum, you know, they're like a gummy bear. Look, they showed you them. They looked, you know, they they basically said these are the ones to have. I was sold that they were safe and they would last a lifetime. I wouldn't need further surgery. They won't crinkle like other implants do. Yeah, um, They they feel more natural. They look natural.
0: Can I just come over to you, Briony, because you had yours done at a similar time to uh, Helen. Were you told they were lifetime devices as well?
2: I was told that these are a new type that are out there Tech. So basically they are constantly irritating your muscles your body cannot create a capsule around it, yeah. That's what they said to me. Right.
0: Well, I thought the capsule was supposed to be there to protect us from the implant, so that's interesting, isn't it? Uh, Helen, let's go to the uh, day of the operation. How are you feeling?
1: Fine, not worried excited, at all. no, not worried. at all. Um, yeah, I was pretty excited. <laughs> I thought, um, I didn't have any second thoughts. I'm like all the celebrities on the planet had implants. <laughs> I had personal friends who had implants. I had no worries at all. I thought this is going to be great.
0: And you woke <laughs> up from the operation and how did you feel when you looked down and you saw your brand new puppies right there?
1: Well, to be honest, I, um, I was in agony for two weeks. So I did have some regrets for oh. those two weeks. <laughs> like, yeah, it was. At, it was It felt like an elephant was sat on wow. my chest. I was in so much pain. So I, I did have regrets, remember thinking, what have I done to myself? Why have I done this?
0: Mm. And at what point do you think you started getting your first symptoms?
1: I think it was before, it was six months, about okay. six months after I had them. I mean, I I looked, I loved the look of them. I was after the two initial two weeks of agony. I suddenly thought, wow, these are great. And I loved them. And um, but after six months, I it was a, there was a huge shift in my mood,
0: yeah,
1: and I was having night sweats, headaches, blurred vision. So I would say six months.
0: And was it at that point that you started to make the connection to your boobs?
1: No, I didn't make any connection until two thousand and nineteen, wow. the end of two, December, and that's only because of a post on Instagram. I never made any connections. Nobody did. Not my friends. No not the doctors. I went to naturopaths, homeopaths, osteopaths, Chinese doctors, you name it. I tried everything mm. to try and get myself well and never made. nobody ever made any
0: connections. This story is just all too familiar from all of the ladies that we've spoken to. Just out of interest, what did the post on Instagram
1: say? It All it was was a list of symptoms. It just said breast implant illness, never heard of it before in my life. And it listed all the symptoms. I had nearly every one. I had about 30 of those symptoms and my heart just broke Mm. because I realised that what was... It was kind of like a my heart was breaking. at the same time, I was also really happy because I finally realised what was wrong with me.
0: And also, Helen, before we started recording, you were saying that although it was seven years of symptoms, you did also have days when you felt absolutely
1: fine. It is like... It was so strange because... It was literally like that, up and down, your mood's up and down, your emotions are up and down, your health is up and down. Like I would have days where I could function and lead a normal life. And other days I couldn't get out of bed. Mm. And I just was so ill. Like every part of my body was aching. I was in pain constantly. I couldn't (sighs) think straight. I was forgetful. I would have terrible reactions to things I was eating, to things I was exposed to. Um, very isolating experience. And I lost friends. You lost friends for what you reason? Know, just, because you were not going out or because you were just
0: not very happy all of the time.
1: Both yeah. really and my mood swings I wasn't very, mm. I wasn't able to control my mood at times. you know I was, it was um, it was really isolating. Um, horrible experience where, and nobody understands what you're going no. through and you d- you question it yourself and everyone's telling you, you're depressed, you're anxious. So you just blame yourself. Oh, well, I'm depressed. I'm anxious.
0: Mm, and Bryony, I know that your problem started, well, pretty much instantly after the operation, didn't they?
2: Uh, so I've always had pain on the left side. It's always felt tight. And that was from day one. Um, the pain got that bad, I thought I'm going to pull an ambulance one day. Yeah. And this was actually on my way up to Manchester. I thought I'm going to have to pull the car over, sorry, to Birmingham. I'm going to have to pull the car over and get checked out because I cannot even sit in the car. With the throbbing under my mm-hmm. armpit, they said they were fine. So I left it. I was told they were okay. So I thought it's just me. I've got a swollen lymph node. It actually so it was
0: nine years that you lived with that pain and you had that pain literally every day for nine yeah. years and just accepted that yeah. that's just how your body had received these things and that's the way it is.
2: Yeah, so uh, it was about three, four years ago that I found out about breast implant illness. Yeah. I went to my GP and I had a scan at the cancer clinic for the lymph node and he told me, it was okay. <laughs> it's just a swollen lymph node. It could be. It could be from shaving. Right. <laughs> um, I've been shaving right like, for twenty five years. Yeah. You know? So
0: you had the pain um, from well, pretty much as soon as they went in. At what point did you start getting yeah. other symptoms? Now that you can look back and you know more about breast implant illness, when do you think the other symptoms did start?
2: Definitely, the last four years, I noticed my eyes. And my hair and my s- skin, I, I just wasn't me. I just to look at photos and I just didn't feel like me.
0: I was actually going to bring that up because we we started speaking on Instagram before you explanted, and I was looking back through our messages yep. last night, and you actually said to me, "Do you ever feel lost? I don't feel like I'm here. Mm. So living yeah. living Sorry. in a bubble." It's still so fresh for you, Bryony. I'm not surprised that you're going to get upset. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you've come out of the other side of all of this, this c- complete shit show that you've been through and so many of us have been through and you it feel very- so much better. You feel wronged, don't you, by, by your experience?
2: The thing is, for other girls that are going through it, the most lonely time I found was when I realised what was wrong with me. Yeah. How do I bring that up with my husband? I was just sat on the sofa one night going through Google looking at breast illness or something. I can't even remember what I typed in, but I found a, a Facebook page about it. And I was just sat there, just a normal night, and I thought, I need my implants mm. out. How am I going to tell people that, you know?
0: And, and also, I'm, I'm assuming that you've got some friends that um, have probably got implants as well. And when, from my experience, when you tell someone that's got them, um, they can be quite defensive.
2: I don't want to put any bad words and, you know, bad feelings inside their head because they might be, might feel fine. And if I did feel fine, you'd probably keep them until you realise that they, you know, you're just going to go downhill anyway. Yeah. There's no way that you would want them in when you
1: finally figure out what is wrong with you. When I found out what was wrong with mine, I told everybody that um, I didn't tell anybody hardly I had them in but I told everybody I I was very vocal about what was causing my problem because I was I was just relieved to realize what it was and I just didn't want it to happen to anybody else yeah. because I wasn't able to enjoy my life the same everything you no, know neither was I and you don't know why you feel the way you do because no one can validate your feelings and But when I realised what was wrong with me, I've told everybody, I've literally put it all over social media, but I've been, you know, I mean, there's been a lot of judgment there from some people.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, For doing it to
0: yourself in the first place. Yes. Yeah.
1: yeah. (laughs) I hear that. A lot lot of judgment there. But there's also been a lot of support, you know, from people like ourselves that have been through this. You know, I think we've, we, we are warriors, we have survived something terrible and we can help other people and that's why I'm here really. There is a lot of positives from it.
0: And this is why I think I've just got a list so long of ladies from from all over the world, really, that want to come on and they want to tell their stories because you come out of something like this. And because we don't feel like we were properly warned as we went into it, we, we want to tell our stories and we want people to be aware of what they're getting themselves into because... My God, if you do end up getting breast implant illness, it, it's shit and you feel so alone with it.
2: And I, I also feel like I haven't been 100%. Of, I've been a good mum, but I haven't been me mm. because I've been so afraid of dying all the time. Yeah. And it's that anxiety. I you know Even dropping my, my eldest after school, I'd give her a kiss and a tight like, hug because I might not see mummy later because I might have a heart attack because the pain was that bad. Yeah. And you can't live your life like that. You No. It's not a life.
0: No, I've got a, f- a friend of mine who has, I've mentioned a few times, since, since this has happened to me, I can now see in my friends that have got implants that they do actually have symptoms and... One of them says, oh, I've got a chest infection again. And I will say, oh, you know what I'm going to say? And she says, oh, no, it's not my tits. It's not my tits. And she said that she was having her nails done the other day. And um, the person that was doing her nails had them. And they were talking about this podcast. And uh, this girl said, yeah, yeah, I, I know that mine are making me ill. But but no, I I can't have them out. I'll look like a 12-year-old boy. And I thought, isn't that so sad that you are, are OK with feeling poorly and sacrificing your health just so that you can have bigger boobs? It's what kind of world do we live in? Yeah.
1: <laughs> we need to celebrate ourselves. the breasts are the most important thing. I was quite happy and quite prepared to be flat-chested. I really didn't care. Um, I just wanted them out. I just wanted my health back. It's nothing is worth more than your health, is it right. really? And I think that when
0: you come to that realisation that I know what's making me ill and I need these out... My God, you just want them out there, and then don't you? My God, just get them out, and then you have to go around the booking the appointment. And before we move on to the actual explant, Bryony, have you have you got a list of your symptoms written down?
2: Uh, the main things for me. Do you want me to read a couple of the main things out? Yeah, just just go through your list, and then we'll go through um, Helen's
0: list, and then we'll move on to how you both felt after the explant. So.
2: Would you like me to read the whole list, or just do the? Main I don't things? know. For,
0: when I was listening, when I had BII, and I was listening to a few American podcasts, I was really interested in the symptoms because I wanted to know what yeah, okay. other people had. What
2: okay, what I'll do, I'll quickly read them without. Stopping. Go for it. So you know, <laughs> here we go. From <laughs> <laughs> <Wrong> roll, <laughs> <laughs> brain fog, headaches, earache, um, sore. You know, cartilage. Uh, Blurry vision, sticky eyes, sinus problems, asthma, lung infections. I'd have about two, three lots of antibiotics a year. I had to have an inhaler last year. A chest pain, heart palpitations, IBS, my anxiety, which I was given medication for. Sternum pain, and it would crack sometimes. A pain when I breathe in, neck and chest pain when I breathe in. Shallow breathing, breast pain, burning pain in my breasts, lumps in my armpits. On my left side, I'd be tired, red whites of my eyes, they'd sometimes be a bit yellowy. They looked tired. I had pale, bad skin, dark bags, stabbing pain when I breathe in. My hair was falling out. It was constantly like straw and ratty. Joint pain, my arthritis pain, food intolerances. Um shellfish was the main one. I'd always be shellfish, but actually made me sick. Sore back, can't lay on my side, allergies, um, I'd have Like hay fever tablets and stuff. And I've always had horses my whole life. Like, where has that come Mm -hmm. from? And the last one, I feel like I am dying. (laughs) That's so interesting.
0: Yes, I know, exactly, because yours is so similar, Helen, isn't it? Do you want to fire away with your list?
1: So I wrote this in 2020. It was a letter I wrote to my GP. So, and this is just part of it. I'll just read this little bit. I've spent almost seven years with back and joint pain. Headaches, night sweats, problems with clearing my throat and a hoarse voice, hair loss, tooth loss, vitamin D deficiency, hypothyroidism, anxiety, depression, bowel and gastrointestinal disturbances due to food intolerances, alcohol intolerance, weight gain, brain fog, memory loss, blurred vision and sight deterioration, dry itchy eyes, Heat, cold, um, problems with regulating my temperature, chronic fatigue, nausea, palpitations and chest pain, loss of libido, loss of ambition, loss of wanting to be social, frequent urination and smelly urine and smelly sweat on my neck and breast area. The worst symptom has to be the feeling that you are slowly dying and just getting out of bed to start a
0: new day is a struggle. That's actually making me feel a little bit emotional <laughs> because because the, it's the waking up to a new day and just not having the energy to get out of bed, just wanting it to be nighttime again. That's, that's what I remember, just wanting it to be nighttime. The similarities between your list, though, and they say it's all in our heads. Wow. Um, Helen, shall we move on to... Um, the explant.
1: It was really. I was really really sick. If you see the pictures of me, I've got drawn dead. We will put
0: we'll put the pictures yellow. on the Instagram page when this episode goes out. Yeah.
1: A slight tinge. I my eyes look dead. My I've gotten you know you. you I was so ill. Um, I hadn't been eating properly because I could not everything I was reacting to. You know I was I was in a terrible state. I was so so ill. I could barely move. I was just in agony. So, yeah, I wasn't well, but I needed them out. More than anything, I needed them out. And the operation went well.
0: And how did you feel directly afterwards, after obviously the anaesthetic wore Um, off?
1: Well, I had a lot of pain when I woke up from my surgery. It was an absolute agony. Um, But they gave me a lot of drugs to calm the pain down. But after that, I never really had any pain again. Uh, it was very minimum pain, actually, afterwards. And I had an uplift as well and a mastoplexy. So, uh, yeah, I, I only had, I was trying to wean myself off um, medication because my body reacts really bad to medication. I was taking CBD all for the pain and it really did work. I was still having headaches, but I felt I could breathe for the first time. I felt yeah,
0: like a proper breath. A lot of people say that.
1: And I could see in high definition, I was like, wow, just absolutely couldn't believe it. What about
0: the brain fog? When did you feel that start to lift?
1: Um, It took, I was really struggling, actually. I wasn't feeling better after five weeks. I knew I had to go back to work after the six weeks. I was starting to panic, thinking I'm feeling really, really unwell still. So I started going to acupuncture. Yeah. And that was really when I started feeling better, a little bit better. I had acupuncture every week for two months. And I did notice a shift then, feeling a little bit more energy, um, a little bit better. But with regards to brain fog and things, it took a while. I'm still not 100%. I still have to cut out gluten, cut out dairy, minimum alcohol. I take a lot of supplements. I dry brush every day. I only use natural products. I still have, so I'm still not 100%. I still have to have this lifestyle of low toxicities, healthy eating. Yeah. To function, to function. We do get
0: a lot of ladies that get in touch saying, I've explanted and I don't feel, because they say that we speak to a lot of ladies who feel pretty much instantly better. So to hear your story, you, know, no. you did have them for seven years at the end of the day. Um, yeah, Everybody's body is different and we put ourselves through our bodies through a lot by doing this. So you m- maybe sometimes are not going to recover fully. I had mine for six months and I still now get a dry mouth every now and again. It's nothing like what it was, but I can feel little tiny waves of it every now and again coming back.
1: No, I'm not. I'm not completely recovered but i don't have joint pain anymore i don't have migraines anymore apart from with the sinusitis sometimes occasion i get those um the vitamin d deficiency i take vitamins for that i still get anxiety and my mood is up and down but mainly if you look at me i look i i look better i feel better yeah um, I don't have palpitations anymore, chest pains, the less I'm anxious.
0: That's great. And what about you, Bryony? How are you feeling? It's been about a month since your explant, hasn't it?
1: Oh, my gosh. I
2: feel like the old me, but better. Yeah. Because I've got a zest for life and I realised what it's like to feel that low, that you appreciate the high so mm. much more.
0: Yeah. Oh, I, 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 I'm I, still riding on the high from getting mine out. I'm feeling yeah. so much better.
2: So have you got any residual symptoms, would you say? Not really. I've got um, a pain in my chest still, slightly. But to be honest, I think that's from picking up my little girl. My breast, obviously under the muscle, so that's yeah. Healing. I've had zero so much. My- has stopped falling out when I wash yeah. it. I don't have clumps in my hands anymore. No, and that. it's, yeah. noticed that the last week. My hair is softer, usually by day two. It is so straw-like, I have to wash it again. I It's fine, I just give it a brush. Yeah. My eyesight's clear. I've really had really bad coccyx pain and I thought I had some kind of cancer. It was that yeah. bad. Uh, that's nearly gone. I've got no dry patches. I didn't realize I had dry skin until after. Um, so I had really dry skin under my chin and on my fingers. I thought maybe it's just for baby wipes. It's yeah. gone. Um, I've got the energy to play with the kids. I sleep better. Yeah. I, I was getting really bad pains down my forearms. I don't have that anymore. No heart problems. And I can drink a normal caffeinated cup of tea now without or having the shakes. Wow. And yeah. to be honest, there's like way too much information I, I thought I just had diarrhea. I thought that was just me forever. I, I haven't had diarrhea since for like the last two, three weeks. Going to the toilet has been amazing. <laughs> no, it, it
0: can be quite joyful when it happens well for you. I can relate to that. My problem was the other way, but I relate to that, yes. <laughs>
2: to not have diarrhea is amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, just the clear thinking. Oh, I just, if you're on the fence about it, get them out. Because either way, they're not good. <laughs> yeah. You know, they're not doing any good. And Helen, have you got any final
0: <laughs> thoughts? <laughs> That's what is that
1: what Jerry Springer well, used to say? The best final thing thoughts. I ever did was get them out. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. The best thing I ever did was get them out. I do feel like more like my old self. Um, like it has damaged my thyroid So I do, I'm not 100%, but I definitely feel so it's the best thing I ever did. And I can't, I don't regret it. And I've got scars and I'm just like, who cares?
0: No, exactly. Scars tell a story. Is there anything else that either of you would like to say before we wrap this up?
1: Well, I just want to know, I just want people to know it's not in our heads. Mm -hmm. This is a real thing that's really happening to people. You know, instead of when you go to your doctor, your doctor needs to be well informed, um, of this and so that people don't suffer like we did for as long as we did Absolutely, because it really did steal some of the best years of my life was stolen Definitely. being sick I spent a lot of time in bed on my own mm-hmm. a lot of time it's really sad
2: Should yeah the
1: doctor I
2: mean my doctor didn't even hear about breast implant illness he didn't know about it and also if you're going to have the boob job, make sure you save enough to get them out because it
0: actually costs them <laughs> yes. That's
2: it. Have them in. I
0: spent 15 grand in <laughs> six it. months.
2: Oh, my God.
0: Yeah, exactly. Wow. Oh, dearie <laughs> me. Oh, thank you so much to you both for coming That's on. It, it, I mean, this, is, this has yeah. been great. And the more people that, that come out and tell their stories, the more awareness is raised and that can only be a good thing.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you. Look yourselves. Love yourselves as yeah. you are. <laughs> Small things rock. <laughs> thoroughly
0: enjoyed that chat with Helen and Bryony. We have spoken to some wonderful, inspirational ladies on the Heal Israel podcast. Thank you so much if you have come on to tell your story and thank you to the surgeons as well for contributing their time. We are going to take a break for the summer. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the Heal Israel podcast. You can DM us on there, of course, as well, if you have a story to tell. Also, don't forget to follow on your podcast platform so that you will get a notification when we release any new episodes. Thank you so, so much for listening.